appropriate agenda. Uh, why do you think conspiracy? Worry about those that do. Well, because it's harming the country. All right, you ready to get started? Uh, welcome everyone to the meeting, everybody. Uh, today's chaplain is Romy Sklar. Romy, you want to take it away? Uh, yes. Um, we're going to get started with something uh, real simple and fast, like fast food itself. So please uh, bow your heads. Bada ba ba ba. I am loving it. Thank you. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, amen. 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 Short, sweet, beautiful. Originally a G, uh, Justin Timberlake joint, if you didn't know. The ba 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 ba. Oh, yeah, that sounds... I didn't yeah. know that. That was a Justin Timberlake song, McDonald's Body. Wait, it. I thought he did the Chili's Baby Back Rib song. Oh. <laughs> no. I want my baby back. No, that was the entirety of Ink Sync. Never mind. Right. Anyway, welcome to The Meeting, everyone. The first and only podcast brought to you by Conspiracy. Conspiracy is, of course, myself, Jake Ediger, as well as... I am Joe Zoller. Pleased to meet you. Hey, I'm Romy Sklar. Nice to meet your acquaintance. Hi, I'm Hannah Breen. It's a meeting that you want, and so nice. Hi, I'm Eric Ray. Howdy, partner. Uh, Eric really nailed it, nailed it, but I said meet your acquaintance instead of make your acquaintance, and God. That's nice. Eric, I noticed a little bit of a Western flair in your greeting. Are you feeling uh, some cowboy vibes? I'm feeling very cowboy vibes, you know. I'm stuck in the house all day, but all I want to be doing right now is just riding the prairies. Um, so I'm just using this podcast as kind of my way to explore the West. Mm. I feel like you've said before on the podcast that your home is the open road. Mm-hmm. I have said that, and I stand by it. Yeah, absolutely. Of the open road and the prairie, where would you rather be? Open road on a prairie, Jacob. Oh, damn it. Jesus. Now that sounds like home. Does that make you feel more comfortable, Eric? <laughs> Absolutely. God, I wish I had some beans. <laughs> well, speaking of beans, today we're talking about fast food. Our marshal is Joe Zoller. Joe, what are we learning? What we're learning about is why I'm sad and everyone's happy. Seems like everybody's happy today. But I'm not because I'm going to die. Pretty soon. And that's only if I don't get some fast food. <laughs> Listen, during this all this COVID business, there's been a lot of talk of our civil liberties being attacked, uh, our, our rights being infringed upon. But the one right that I'm worried about is my right to get Crunchwrap Supremes from Taco Bell on a regular basis, going through the drive-thru and not having to worry about COVID-19. Um, so I figured today we would talk about fast food, maybe uh, look through the past of fast food, and, and just uh, get some fast food knowledge for you, just to remind us of the good times. So I wanted to start off by just going around the horn quick and talking about what is everybody's favorite fast food place and their favorite fast food item. So I will start, obviously, Taco Bell Crunchwrap Supreme. It's a classic. It's a lot of flavor. It's in a package thing. It's on the go. It's easy. All right, Romy. Jeez. Um... <laughs> Uh, I gotta say, I did not have much fast food growing up. Yeah, Romy, have you ever been to a fast food establishment? I, at one point in my life, it was. I, I remember, like, well into my teenage years, I could, I could, like, count it on one, two hands. Wow. Uh, I mean, 
does what a life does like tasty burger count as fast food uh yeah sure, sure. i would yeah, yeah, given yeah. the history of fast food i would say it's anywhere you can get a quick burger or fries oh mm-hmm. man um i would definitely say uh um i'm I'm a, I'm a big tasty burger fan so uh just a cheeseburger fries like a little to-go sack of five maybe mm-hmm. big classic. fan of that yeah classic a classic choice oh yeah Anna. um off the top of my head, it is actually the Crunchwrap Supreme from Taco mm, Bell. However, however, one of my, and I, Joe, that is what you're talking about. Um, one of my signature choices is what I call a South Station breakfast, which is when I go, <laughs> I go, I, I go to the McDonald's, I go to the McDonald's at South Station at, at 10, 15 in the morning and I order a Big Mac and I have it. Oh, I have it there. Oh. I don't go. I've had some sad meals in South Station. It's South Station, I absolutely, especially in like the bus terminal area. Yeah. Can oh I, yeah. Can I just? That's what it. So this is just for a little bit of context because I know we're going around. Um, but I just for a little context. I'm from Vermont. Every time I go back to Vermont, because I don't have a car, I take the bus. There's only one mega bus that leaves, and it's at 11 a.m. Always, mm-hmm, every day mm-hmm. of the week. Mm. So I like to get there nice and early. And my like thing that I do for myself, my tradition, is to get a nice South Station breakfast, stand hunched over the table, and yeah. and cram cram <laughs> it into my face hole, and then have a nice four hour ride home. <laughs> now, do you pick up the drippings? Do you, <laughs> do you, Joe? I think you know the answer to that. Do you like claw claw game the drippings and kind of yeah. Uh, yeah yeah force them in in the eyes of all the children whose parents are getting divorced? Honestly, more or less, it's all clawing and dripping. It's all clawing and dripping. Jesus. All right, do Eric. You, um, I was also late in life to fast food, much like uh, Romy. So. Without a lot of loyalty, I gotta say Popeye's chicken sa- or yeah, Popeye's chicken sandwich. Okay. All right. Interesting. I know there's not a lot of nostalgia to it, which I know is a big factor in a lot of fast food decisions, but you know, fuck nostalgia. It's a brave new it's world. Okay. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jake. Yeah. Um, okay. Here's the thing. If we're going numbers, like numbers wise, what have I ordered the most? It's that double cheeseburger meal from McDonald's. Oh you know? hell yeah. It's just simple, but in my heart of hearts, uh, I'm a Sonic boy. I like Sonic. <laughs> woof. Yeah. All right. Hey. I don't know why that was a woof. Sonic? I don't what? know. I so, guess. Okay. Listen, here's the thing. You get y'all, y'all in New Englanders. Is there even Sonics around here? Yes, there are two, and they came when we were in high school, and they were la- they there was a line out down the road for months, and then everyone realized that it stinks and nobody goes anymore. I see. Okay. Oh. Listen, I didn't yeah, come. Yeah. We didn't come here to argue what is better. Yeah. Well, you gave me a big old wolf. I'm sorry. When I opened my heart to you. Listen, I hear a dog howling. I'm gonna bark back. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's. I just I. I'm so sorry, Joe. Before you start, I have a very quick question, which is my impression is that everything at Sonic is delivered on roller skates. Is that correct or am I incorrect? <laughs> uh, every every item comes with its own pair of roller yeah, skates. I think it's okay. incorrect in the sense that it gets delivered very sexily on roller skates. Mm, okay. Okay. That was it. it. Gets, That's all I needed to know. In Albuquerque, it gets delivered a little methily. Ooh. Mm, so those shakes not- have a little extra rhythm to them. <laughs> They've got a lex. They're shake, well blended. If you know what I yes. mean. Yeah. <laughs> oh 
Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> Drugs are not fast food. Um, <laughs> all right, well, we're going to start off with a little bit of fast food history. Did you know that the very first fast food restaurant was actually White Castle? I didn't know. White Castle is ru- widely recognized as the first fast food restaurant in the United States, looking to per- change the perception of burgers and fries as more than just fair snacks and meat amalgam. Walter Anderson opened the first one in Wichita, Kansas in 1921. Mm. He named his burger joint White Castle in order to associate the burger industry with cleanliness as opposed to disgusting meat scraps and old grease. They quickly became known, known for their square burgers, which were sold for five cents, and their friendly workers who wore spotless white uniforms. Interesting. Meat amalgam is pretty gross. Yeah. Is that How what people dirty call was burgers? Yeah. Well, I think the the public perception was that they just kind of got all the scraps off the the floor of the slaughterhouse and kind of pushed it all into one thing. Oh, so like ground mm. beef was looked down. Ground beef was very oh, looked down. Ground on. beef because of the ground. Oh, oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, Jesus! Sorry, I can't ignore that. It's good stuff. It's good stuff. I just yeah, it must have been the situation must have been rough. If a guy can enter the market with his only niche is we're clean. I don't know. I think we'll give it like context. It's 1920. Flappers are dancing. Everyone is obsessed with F. Scott and Zelda Fitzgerald. And no one wants to eat ground beef. Everybody only wants steaks. (laughs) Yeah. Well, before that, The Jungle had just come out. And that book is just about people falling in the vats. Somebody took APUS history, Eric. I think something went over my head. What are we talking about? Eric made a sick uh, APUS history reference. The Jungle is a oh, book by Upton, Upton okay. Sinclair. I did Sinclair. Sinclair. Yeah. The Jungle is a book by Upton Sinclair in which he goes through like the industrialized kind of inner city world and mm. uh, and brings to light a lot of the disgusting and non-pleasant facts of everyday life within it. Oh, I think it's like, no, you know what? Yeah. I actually, right now, and I'm sorry, Jake, I didn't mean to cut you off. I am now actually remembering this from AP US History because I remember my teacher standing at the front of the class and he says, if you take one thing away from this class, it's never eat tubed meat. <laughs> yeah. And here I am, and that's all I eat. Yeah, but some of the, be- I mean, the best meats are tubed. Agreed. Sausage? Hard agree. Sausage made out of made out of steak, sausage made out of pork, sausage made out of chicken. My whole thing with with the the, the jungle is there. Everyone's getting a raising a stink when a rat or two gets in a giant processed meat combine. If I'm making ninety thousand hot dogs and one rat's in there, I don't care. Well, this yeah. is like that thing Agreed. where they're like technically you, technically you eat technically uh, a certain amount of fly larva is acceptable. In yeah. any any uh, any you know industrialized meat plant, because mm. who cares at some point? It's being it's being you know. Also, I'd like to say make all of my meat rad as long as it's served to me in some sort of tortilla with sauce yeah. on it. I don't really care as long <laughs> as the rats are raised humanely. <laughs> I've, co- I remember, as, as long as they're yeah. given a name before they're slaughtered. Sure, <laughs> free range rats. For me, it's about the sauce. Give me whatever meat you want. But make sure the sauce is tasty. Make sure the sauce is ranch. (laughs) (laughs) All right, onwards to a fast food scandal. 
Localized promotions aimed at families with kids on winter break from school uh, for Krispy Kreme, the donut chain planned family-friendly in-store events including story time coloring and at their hull location, KKK Wednesday for Krispy Kreme Club. Oh, As expected, no. the oversight horrified donut eaters on both sides of the pond due to the unfortunate evocation of another farmer notorious KKK. While the infamous oh, hate group whose letters matched the Krispy Kreme Club were primarily active in the southern United States, their name remains upsetting to folks familiar with the history. They, uh, Krispy Kreme later apologized for the thing and put up a website with a link to an apology. Is that is that letter, is that website article trying to like explain the kkk like some people were upset as if it's not the most well-known hate group in the nation yeah, yeah. my stand at a certain point don't we have to take it back how many intentional uses of the kkk like i feel like this comes up routinely where people like accidentally using kkk mm-hmm. do you remember a couple of years ago nike released like a limited edition air force one in america and it was called the black and tans and then people freaked the fuck out because in England or in Ireland, the Black and Tans were like a paramilitary death squad during the Irish Independence. Right, people freaked the fuck out. Oh. As if, as if Nike was like, you know, what'd be funny? Okay, <laughs> to mock these people's pain with a shoe. Yeah, I mean <laughs> that would make us some money. Like they're not, they're clearly not doing this shit intentionally. Right, but okay, here's my thought: like they're not doing it intentionally, but also if you're releasing something worldwide and it's got to go through like eight quality, you know, quality control checks, at <laughs> what point, like, does it really get released on that level without somebody being like, um, I noticed this isn't good. Uh, it's bad. You know, right? I just looked it up. They also released it on St. Patrick's Day. Ooh. Oh, okay. So God. maybe they well, did. I do would, it as I, here's a joke. the thing. I would guess that they're thinking of it as the black and tan drink. Yeah. Which is which is what it's 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 like bass ale with Guinness kind of floated on top of it, which is a popular Irish drink. I have heard of but the again, drink. But again, it's actually. like the same thing where they it's the same thing where they make uh, on St. Patty's Day, they people always run into you know, Irish pubs and say, hey, get me some Irish car bombs. And yet those were the main use of weapon from the IRA towards people in Ireland. And, and they don't right. find it funny. But I think that's the specificity that's important there. Where, like, the the actual acts of the car bomb. It'd be like if Krispy Kreme had lynching Wednesdays. Jesus. That would be bad. Oh. What do you think? Let's not get into that question. I feel like I feel like for me, I have more sympathy if, like, there are, there are like small cases where like some like company from some random country releases a product in the US and they just have no idea about like US history and then if it's like a subtle misstep I'm like I get it like you're not you know you're not expected to know everything about every country's like histories mm-hmm. but in the US KKK like I mean, yeah. how do you miss it? Like, <laughs> right. That's, that's the mean, one like, I'm talking yeah, about yeah, where yeah. like there is no excuse. I feel like especially crisp... Krispy Kreme has got K's all over the like they got two K's already queued up. They must have like a huge memo that's like beware, like beware your acronyms. Like we already got two of our three K's and like you can't use any more. We already got anything. fucked when we briefly changed our mascot to a kangaroo two years ago. We <laughs> we gotta be more careful about this. Oh you get two K's. Max. I <laughs> fast food facts. <laughs> 
<laughs> Annual fast food revenue in America is $110 billion. 50 million Americans eat fast food every day, around 17% of the population. A third of children eat fast food. A third of children in the U.S. eat fast food on a daily basis. I'm sorry. Go back one second. You said 17% of Americans eat fast food daily? Yeah, that seems low, right? Oh, I Am I, Is that bad on... Does that reflect poorly on me? No, it's, I thought it sounded low too. I was like, I bet at least I was like, a, I bet at least thirty percent of Americans. Well, I bet day? it's one of those things too, though. That like a lot of this stuff is like, if you look at what percent of fast food is consumed by that, like the top fast food right. eaters, that's when it gets crazy. Like you're saying, the numbers are getting skewed because there's a, there's you get a percentage real, that are eating fast food every like, day. Oh, because there's some thickies in Iowa that are really going to town. <laughs> <laughs> But that's sort of like how everything is, but like a lot of that. Like that's how alcohol is. <laughs> you got to always normal when you're normalizing your data data, you got to watch out for the thickies. You got to watch out for Ronnie who's eating 200 chicken nuggets for breakfast. <laughs> Guys, I'm Ronnie. <laughs> you got to Oh, uh yeah, let me finish these facts. Uh, largest fast food uh, also can we just skip over the fact that a third of children eat fast food on a daily basis and you went for 17 of the population um, oh I'm sorry I, I think I was just caught on that and I missed over a third of children eat fast food well it's better than a third of fast food uh, fast food eating a third of the children every you know day last the largest fast food chain in the world subway with 41,000 stores mm-hmm. McDonald's is one of the largest real estate holders in the world um, the furthest you can ever be from a McDonald's in the contiguous United States is 107 miles, and it's between Meadtown and Glad Valley, South Dakota. I feel like Subway is like being the most popular. On the one hand, I, I kind of always want to hate Subway because some of their stuff just is just lame, but mainly they just give you exactly what they advertise. It's just like a random average person assembling a sub for you yeah that will be like food and it'll taste like all right yeah it like it, it gets the job done hey Romy, can i can i ask you a question am i average because i used to be a subway sandwich artist and i used to put my life on the line sorry my below art. average <laughs> jesus christ come oh, on no. i thought they were better but then i realized joe is a member fun so. fact all of subway's meat is made out of turkey what Real fact. Really? Oh, yeah. It's all turkey-based. Wait, what about the chicken? The chicken is not... I mean, like, the deli meats. <laughs> that especially, Hannah. That especially. <laughs> and you ain't got... What about Hannah, the ham, Hannah, then? you wouldn't believe what the tuna is made out of. <laughs> but what about the ham? They, they don't have I ham? Think, no, I think... This may be something that I just heard while I was at Subway, but... Um, oh. <laughs> the cookies? Turkey. <laughs> <laughs> the bread made out of Subway. Oh, my God. Um, wait, but wait, are you saying, though, that there's no ham? The ham is pretend ham. It's made out of turkey? You know what? I said that with such conviction, and I just don't know if it's true. I was told that by a disgruntled manager who did not like the organization that we worked for and convinced <laughs> so me to quit after two weeks. So, I don't know. You know what, Joey? Those meats turkey. Hey, man, you're diabetic. You got to stop eating all that bread. You're getting real sleepy. It's not bread. It's turkey. And, and, Joe, and Joe, who worked at this store for 
however long, didn't think to question that the meat that was obviously being handled by him directly was not all turkey. Well, he was demanding. He was claiming that it was turkey as he's threatening to kill himself, putting his head in the proofer. Yeah. And I said, it's not going to do anything. It's a proofer. It's like 40 to like 60 degrees. But I was just, I was just a little boy. I couldn't help myself. <laughs> Whoa. How, wait, how? Joe always accepts facts when the other person attempts suicide. Joe, <laughs> how old were you? What I was? Uh, God, I was like nineteen, maybe twenty, uh, eighteen. Oh, in my mind, when you said I was just a little boy, I thought you meant you were well like mentally. I, I mean, physically, I've never been a little boy, but like yeah. mentally, I was certainly still a little boy then. <laughs> I used to get high and eat at. It doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, you guys want to hear some bizarre fast food items? Yes, yeah. please. From around the world? Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. If you go to Canada, you can get a buffalo latte from Tim Hortons. No way. Oh, what no is that? Buffalo, like the spicy sauce? Oh, yeah. It's a latte that is flavored like buffalo. Mm. C- can I get some blue cheese in there? I assume that you could. Oh. Maybe. I don't know. Ugh. Imagine squirting blue cheese into a latte. Oh, it's insanely bright red. Like, they go the oh. full mile to make it oh, seem Oh, wait, like blue it. cheese, you foam it up. You foam up the blue cheese on top of the latte. Oh, oh Jesus, oh, man. And then you got your buffalo base. Oh, I'm in. I'm in. See, I was picturing it was like, uh, like hot cocoa powder, but instead of the little marshmallows, it's just little blue cheeselets. Blue cheese bits. Uh, and they give you some chicken dippers on <laughs> <laughs> but joe but joe is it really chicken no it's turkey turkey based turkey based actually this is canada they probably have stricter regulations think about it tana have you ever even seen a chicken holy shit <laughs> wait are you telling me that i just read a news report that they killed two million chickens are you telling me that that's a lie they're bumping the numbers man bumping the numbies <laughs> Not gonna get into that conversation. Uh, so two <laughs> is uh, uh, dry pork, dry pork and seaweed donuts from Dunkin' Donuts in China. That sounds Red pretty good, actually. I bet it's. Good. I could do a pork donut. I could, yeah, I could see that working out. I also feel like is dried pork a, a just like a bad translation of like bacon equivalent. That's almost what I was thinking. Oh man. Mm. Man, that's just trendy. Uh, yeah. Number three is the Greek Mac or the Burger Euro from McDonald's Greece. Ooh. Is it just a Big Mac flavor? It's just like a gyro with a Big Mac sauce? It's a, it's a Big Mac cut in half, put on like a pita with uh, uh, like lettuce, uh, Big Mac. or No, because it's Burger King, mm. right? Mm. No, it's McDonald's. It's yeah, McDonald's, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it sounds mm. delicious, actually. Here's it where does. it gets I'd like weird. To, uh, sorry, I was just going to say I'd like to try that at 10 a.m. on a weekday. <laughs> In a bus station. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Number four is the, the Flying Fish Row and Salmon Cream Cheese Pizza from Pizza Hut Hong Kong. Pizza Hut Hong Kong went a little cra- ingredient crazy in 2014 when they debuted the Flying Fish Row Salmon Cream Cheese Pizza. Entrepreneur reports the limited edition pie featured a crust filled with salmon-flavored cream cheese and fish eggs and was available with two topping combinations, the crayfish seafood deluxe, including crayfish, scallops, shrimp, clams, cherry tomato, peppers, red onions, and Thousand Island dressing. Oh, my God. While the sausage, pepperoni, and pomelo was topped with sausage, pepperoni, cherry tomatoes, peaches, mushrooms, peppers, berry sauce, and pomelo. Either way... 
the choice of the chance of going hungry was very slim. So it's got some caviar on it. Essentially. I have such a deep frown from that description. What is it? Is it the berry sauce or is it the cream cheese uh, stuffed crust? I don't like uh, 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 cream and seafood mixing to begin with. Ah. Wait, time out. I think that we all... Wait, wait. I think think that we would all be quick to say this, but have we thought about Crab Rangoon? I was just Oof. thinking Have I we could thought go about for crab a crab ring. How about, ba- how about bagels have. and lox? Bagels, bagels and lox. That's a delicious meal. Listen, yeah. I think that I, we are quick to discount the fish cream combo. What okay. I am discounting, though, is the fruit fish combo. Mm. Not on board Fruit fish combo is weird, especially because it's not only just peaches. It's also berry sauce and peppers. The amount of yeah. shit you described on that pizza, how do you... How do you even discern the individual tastes of, of different right. things? It just exactly. like I'll tell mush. you this. it's It's got to be a hard pizza to pick up and eat with one yeah. hand. Yeah. And I have to clarify, there is no marinara on it. Um, oh, no. All of that is built on a normal pizza. No way. No I way. It's on top of a regular deep no dish way. pizza. I just don't know. I didn't know if you had maybe forgotten to say like on top of some pepperonis and marinara. No, the pepperoni is there. Oh, I missed that. Oh. It, no, 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 no. On top of all of that, <laughs> under all that, is sausage and pepperoni. It's, so Jake's right. Why? It's a deep dish. Wait, really? Bing, bang, boom, boom, I don't boom. even think it. I don't think it, it is a deep dish. I, I think deep dish precludes stuffed crust. I think Wait, it's a I'm, thin crust. Can I? Is there really pepperoni also on it? I, well, I'm going to be honest, Eric. I've never had one. Oh, my God. That's so psychotic. <laughs> Will you psychotic. tell me what it's called again? I want to look it up. I'm sorry. It's called the, uh, what is it? The, oh. the Flying Fish Row and Salmon Cream so, Cheese Pizza. So what does everybody think about like this concept, though, of like fast food restaurants, they go to other countries, and then they kind of just, trans like in some ways, transform themselves in an unrecognizable way of like, well, they go in my like, mind, they're not fast food anymore. They're just trying to be like upscale cater to a, a different need in a different country. Right. I mean, they go They go to, like, one thing I will say through, like, researching this is that McDonald's does very well to chameleon itself to wherever it is in a way that is both, like, it plays to the disgustingness of people's taste, but also, like, kind of, kind of sells itself as this out-of-the-box thinker. It's really weird. Like, there's stuff yeah. from, like, India that's, like, a McCurry, and it's, like, a curry plate. They have one in Indonesia that's like a piece of fried chicken, spaghetti, and like red sauce. There's all sorts of crazy business. Imagine that a lot of it comes down to like what can you cheaply source. Exactly. And anytime any like fast food place, even in America, does like a, a food promotion where they're featuring oh, an ingredient yeah. they don't normally feature, to me means that someone was able to close some sick deal on shrimp. <laughs> Or, or somebody it, put like, like they, an extra zero got, like, on the We got order. a million pounds of shrimp for <laughs> yeah. a dollar. Yeah. We got to do a promotion. Well, that's, I mean, shrimp, shrimp beef burger for South Korea is number 10, yeah. <laughs> that just there sounds go. good. There you go. <laughs> Which, you, believe it or not, is mostly turkey. Here's the thing. <laughs> I would guess that most of these things, were you to get them, taste good because they're mostly salt and nothing. Yeah, like yeah. I would yeah. guess that most of these things taste good because they're designed to taste good and like overload your taste buds. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Give you that salt fat. 
All right, let's finish out this list. The Barbecue Frankfurter Pizza, Pizza Hut Indonesia. It is hot dogs and barbecue on top of a pizza. Enough said. Deep Fried Salmon, KFC Japan. Ooh, Ooh. this is... That sounds kind of good, curveball. actually. I, I'd eat it. Yeah. It sounds great. Pumpkin Spice French Fries, McDonald's Japan. Nope. Pumpkin Spice? Y- you well, know what maybe. you say that? Maybe. But I'll bet you, probably pretty good. Sweet. I mean, I would you put any seasoning on a French fry. Is yeah. it gonna be that bad? Right. You're still eating a French in, fry. In Japan too, like I'd take a J- Japanese alt of like anything cuisine wise, and I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't like, I wouldn't poo poo it. Well, here's the thing: Japanese Kit Kats rule. I'll also tell you that anything in any of these countries is probably better made than what is made in America, just because of their like mm. dietary restrictions and their their, their like regulations. Interesting. Mm. Mm. Interesting. Right. We've got anti-American sentiment coming from Joe there, but I want to. Well, you know, yeah. I'm against the gov. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to say, I kind of wish. I I mean, obviously, I wish that I had all of these in front of me right now, so I could right. just speak to. Because I'm, because I'm, this is honestly, I'm so into this, but I'm, I'm, I'm just visualizing, and right. I feel like my taste buds. I need them. Yeah. Got to have it. Anyway, anyway. Sorry, what I what I then. suggest is maybe a 2025 conspiracy goes on tour to taste every fast food that there is around yeah, the world. Yeah, yeah. 2025, because that's when travel will reopen. Oh, oh man. It's when the Doughboys are going <laughs> to die and there'll be an opening in the market. Exactly. <laughs> um, so next we have the chicken-flavored chocolate truffles from KFC mm. New Zealand. Ooh. I think I like that. The Chitza, Hawaiian pizza on a piece of chicken from KFC Saudi Arabia. Sounds the, like a slur. Mm. We've already Hawaiian talked about pizza? the shrimp and beef burger from South Korea. <laughs> yeah. And finally, we have the double down chicken sandwich from KFC USA. <laughs> USA. 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 Oh, we can't do it over Um, Has had the double down? I haven't. I did. I, I'm going to fess up here. I got it when it came out. And I think it was like 2014, and it was so upsetting. <laughs> I think it's because a sandwich should go like soft, meaty, sinewy, soft, whereas this went meaty, sinewy, crunchy, meaty, sinewy, which is an upsetting texture combination. <laughs> yeah. What's the crunchy yeah. in the middle? Lettuce. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> that, I've never heard lettuce said with more disdain than that. Yeah. Well, I mean, seriously, what business does lettuce have on that sandwich? I think that if you're going to go all in on a double chicken sandwich, you might as well slather it with cheese, put some bacon and ranch on it, and make one end sort of a hole so you can have sex with it. (laughs) (laughs) Make it the most American thing that you could make. The KFC product development room. One person was fighting for it to be fuckable, and the other was fighting to get that piece of lettuce in there. <laughs> but you know, Michelle Obama had to come in with her healthy foods. Oh, oh God, God, don't even get me started Play on Michelle Obama. Just put lettuce shit. in our double downs. Speaking of KFC, let's talk about Colonel Sanders for a second. Colonel Sanders was an interesting figure, not really an army colonel, only honorary. He uh, he was a, a hot-mouthed old Southern man who only got into the chicken game later in life. Nice, but earlier. He owned a gas station. 
Mm. And uh, here's a story from that gas station. The hot-handed Sanders never backed down from a fight, which served him well in the rough-and-tumble Hell's Acre half-acre neighborhood uh, that surrounded his Shell gas station. When the future fast-food giant painted advertising signs on barns for miles around, the aggressive marketing tactic rankled Matt Stewart, who operated a nearby Standard Oil gas station. Told that Stewart was painting over one of his signs for a second time, Sanders rushed to the scene with two Shell executives. According to Josh Ozersky's book, Colonel Sanders and the American Dream, Stewart exchanged his paintbrush for a gun and fatally shot Shell district manager Robert Gibson. Sanders then returned fire and wounded Stewart in the shoulder. Stewart was sentenced to 18 years in prison for murder, but Colonel Sanders got off free. Jeez. Wow. Wait, so he killed a guy over a sign? Yeah. Wait, no, no, the other guy killed somebody, but Sanders shot him on the way out. Oh, so he he just defended himself. Oh. Yeah, he just winged him. Yeah. But, okay, but he but he was very willing to shoot. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean he brought a loaded gun. Some rightly so, yeah. apparently. Yeah. yeah. Hey. Sounds like I it was mean, completely justified. It, yeah. You think this is down south, you probably must have a loaded gun somewhere. Mm. I wish they incorporated that into an ad, like Sometimes when somebody's saying something against you and trying to take your sign, you got to double down. I shot him right in the shoulder. <laughs> and afterwards, I wish I could have had a sandwich as filling as this. With only a minimal amount of lettuce. <laughs> and fuckable, too. Well, when, when my wife... Michelle won't let me say that. <laughs> when my wife died, I thought there was never going to be another woman for me. And I was right. No way. It was a sandwich. I have something polarizing to say. Say it. Um, yes. That might be even considered brave. Okay. Um, my favorite version of Colonel Sanders is Reba McIntyre as Colonel Sanders. She Ooh. is great. That is very brave. She's recently been Colonel Sanders. I like her or Sean Astin. No, has Sean Astin been Colonel Sanders? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I believe so. He's the one that ends with like somebody asks what's going on with the colonels, and he just kind of shrugs at them. (laughs) Which Sean Astin? They did that whole big Rudy spot. Oh my god! How did I miss that? I literally was talking for an hour about Sean Astin to somebody last week, and this never came up. It could have been mistaken for a Rudy commercial is the problem. It literally, it was hard to tell when it when it was selling chicken. Yeah. Well, I will yeah. say that Rudy needs to get more attention to the youth. Rudy's yeah. a great movie. Oh, Rudy. Yeah. Top film. Apparently, a bald face lie. Just not, oh, at, yeah, not yeah. at all accurate <laughs> what yeah. happened. I'm From sure. what I understand, Rudy is about Rudy is about somebody who is mildly challenged. And yeah. and joins the Notre Dame team, and they kind of let him on as a joke, and let it's him play ch- one, and let him play one Wait, play the movie in which the real he life? gets destroyed real in real life. And in real this life. one, they turn it into a hero's story, which, while I agree is admirable, is misleading to the people who are at Notre Dame. <laughs> but I think it's it's fine to just have a story that's inspired by something real that's not exactly the same. Or sure. right, yeah. right. I think it's way more often that like somebody is just belittled and like made to feel like important in scenarios like that. Like, especially for all underdog stuff in sports of like 
the kid who like gets to go into the last game of the season because they're up by like 40 points mm. and then it feels like triumphant to them. Everybody else is just being like laughing. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Like they didn't let radio play football. Radio? Radio. Doesn't matter. All right, yeah. so we've got the... <laughs> They didn't. They didn't let the medium of radio. Oh, where are we done? Okay. No radio. Cuba. Cuba Gooden Jr.'s uh, ill-fated uh, uh, turn at playing a mentally challenged man. Oh. I thought it was great. <laughs> Eric, you were like six. I don't think. Eric, and I loved it. Eric, <laughs> finally, someone's speaking my language. It was ill-fated. <laughs> oh my god. Well, yeah, uh, well, well, we got did, the game. Did you have, did you have more fast food facts? Or I no, I just had the top ten, the list of top ten bangable fast food mascots. But that can you know what? Nice. Fuck the game. Let's hear that list. <laughs> I want to hear yeah. it. I want to play the game too. We can will we do both. Uh, let's do a quick both. Let me go through it quick. No, no comments. Ten. Ronald McDonald. Up. Uh, uh, granted, this list is from 2015. So bear me with me. Back uh, when Ronald McDonald was more fuckable. <laughs> ten. The Noid. Nine. <laughs> Arby's oven mitt. Eight. Oh. Jared Fogelson. <laughs> oh, come on. Six. Jack from Jack in the Box. Five. Colonel Sanders. Four. Wendy. Three. Little Caesar. Two. Grimace. And one. Of course, the Burger King. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that's oh, it. Oh man, no hamburger feels weird. They, yeah. Well, no, no, no. There is no the grimace. grimace. Grimace is who you're talking about. Grimace. This entire list is predicated on the fact that in 2015, McDonald's tried to change the hamburger from a cartoon to a sexy hunk, and oh, I don't, I I don't think that. it like stuck around because yeah. this man clearly has no job and lives on the streets of L.A. <laughs> <laughs> that's where they found him. I wouldn't doubt it. Probably and they just put him back. They probably found, <laughs> they probably found him in the back seat. Of a like of a El Camino with a whole bunch of burger wrappers around him on the way to work one day and said, "Hey, buddy, <laughs> you're in." Hey, buddy, how about I change your whole life? <laughs> we'll pay you in burgers. Oh, pay you in burgers. Close to how they found Jared Fogel. <laughs> Jesus oh, Christ! Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, <laughs> the same kind of vetting. Romy, Romy, radio jokes are one thing, but once you touch Jared from. Subway? That's gone too far. Play the game. Come on. I'm sick of Romy. Let's play All the right, game. Moving on to the game. Uh, I'm Game Warden today. What we're playing today is start your own franchise. I want to hear your idea for a fast food uh, network. Okay. I want to hear the name, uh, your genre or cuisine. Uh, and then give me, a, give me a slogan or a signature dish. Um, I'll start to get us, uh, to get us going. Um, it's called Jake's Cakes, um, and we're 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 capitalizing on the like hyper personalization uh, uh, movement in 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 the economy today. You know, so what we do is you bring whatever you bring us, we make it a cake. Um, uh, sweets, uh, other cakes, uh, uh, meats, vegetables. We put it in a cake. We make it look great, and that's the Jake's Cakes guarantee. Um, and yeah, I think it's just gonna be uh, uh, sexy bakers, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. not like a different body or anything, like a classic baker image. But mm-hmm. he's acting like he's sexy, like there's yeah. like a there's a wink in there, and that's Jake's cakes. Mm-hmm. Mm. Joe, you ready to go? <laughs> All right. Um, so I guess kind of similar, but not really. Uh, what I would like to do is like plyo meats. 
So essentially what I'd like to do is take the, the tech, uh, technology of a 3D printer and okay. the, uh, the flexibility of ground beef, and I'd like to make them into one sort of thing. So <laughs> at, at, our, at our brick and mortar locations, you could bring your child with any of their sketches or drawings, and we can create that thing out of a 3D printer. We can create a beef uh, image of it, whole... but also on the back end, what we're getting is parties, you know, in which we can bring the 3D printer because those are expensive. We'll bring it to your house, and we can have whatever kids you want. But it, we're not just stopping at parties. We're going to do parties. We're going to do bar mitzvahs. We're going to do weddings. We're going to do bachelorette parties. We're going to do almost <laughs> just about everything that you could possibly want, and it's all through the magic of 3D meat and printing. Wow, I think it's beautiful. Plyo meats. Plyo meats? That's the name? Yeah. Malle- I was going to do like Mally meats, like for malleable. I think Plyo meats sounds better. Plyo meats. Okay. Plyo meats. Okay. Love it. Uh, Romy, you got something? I think I'm just going to go simple. I'm going, uh, it's going to be called Hot Dogs, and it's going to be uh, <laughs> Hot Dogs delivered by Hot Dogs. <laughs> So we're gonna have we're gonna have these uh, we're gonna have hot dogs that are gonna be delivered like on the backs of dogs mm-hmm. that are you know dressed up real sexy. Uh, well, <laughs> question: dogs. Will you question? Will you be discriminating against what kinds of dogs are hotter than others? Yeah. Oh, um, like, lawsuit. Yeah. <laughs> Look, we're gonna accept all breeds, but are we gonna you know Westminster Dog Show application? Sure. Yeah. Here's the trick is you just hire the dogs not as servers or delivery people, but as models. Oh, yes. And then you can objectify them all you want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good point. Yeah, that's a good, that's that's good the, point. That's the Hooters model. Mm-hmm. So you've made dog Hooters. And when you pay f- <laughs> when you pay for... <laughs> no. When you pay for your food, they instead of giving you a receipt, they give you some dog treats. That are particularly the the dog treats that your server dog wants. So then they'll come to you. Oh wait 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 wait! You feed wait. the dog and then you wait, get wait. your hot dog. You added a whole other element to this. Are we supposed to have further interaction with the hot dogs after they deliver the food? Yeah. Well, they they. Is there, is there an implied <laughs> thing? No 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 no. Are I'm you going to be standing afar like by the edge Romy, of the driveway I... while the dog <laughs> runs up? to the thing and you just got to stand there while they deliver the food? No, because it's like, you know what the owls and Harry Potter like they won't give you your your letter that they're delivering unless you pay them. So these dogs are going to come out and they're not going to like just give your hot dog to anybody. You got to give them your treat that you got as your receipt. Oh, our tr- oh my treat. I got to give mm. it my treat. Well, what about You're- a Grubhub situation? You can't download a treat. What? Also the dogs could do delivery because the dogs. <laughs> Hot dogs. Hot dogs. Hot, Hot dogs. dogs. Hannah, what do you got? Oh, mine is so close to Romy's and Joe's, so I don't know. I feel like the three of us should maybe do this. Get into business, yeah. Like man. a franchise, get into business. Um, but I'll just do, I guess, my own twist on it, okay. which is, so I want to lean into my own brand, so I'll call it Hamna's House, <laughs> Hamna's House of Hot Dogs. The type of food, it'll be... It'll be ham, hot dogs, and salamis <laughs> as a treat. Uh, the branding will go with the kind of blanket branding is we're the Disney World of tubed meats, and then the slogan okay. is the slogan is feeling sick, 
will cure anything. Because you cure wow. meats. Um, the signature item, I think, it's a tube boy, which is a hot dog wrapped in a ham blanket, bunned and served on a plate through the drive through window with pickles on top, and it has googly eyes with mustard <laughs> hair and a screaming ketchup mouth. <laughs> the tube um, boy? It's a tube boy, with a, and it's, it looks to be screaming with the ketchup <laughs> mouth. And also... Um, what I included was a walk-up window for after-hours menu customers where they mm. can order a naked dog, which is a single loose hot dog passed <laughs> through a glory hole in the side of the building <laughs> between 2 and 5 a.m. Ooh, we could really combine on our ideas. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I feel like you guys could all work out of the same space, if nothing else. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 absolutely, but... I just, the one thing that I'm really tied to is the glory hole, so. I just, I see some issues with your branding because you use Disney World in your in your <laughs> description. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you claimed uh, to cure things. Yeah. I which I know, I get the wordplay, but it sounds like a medical claim. Yeah. yeah. I, well, here's the thing. I'm not afraid of lawyers. <laughs> so. Good. Good. You know, we'll Good. let it, we'll let it, let them come for me. I've got my <laughs> glory hole. <laughs> anyway that's nice eric fast food uh cj's fry shack it's fried seafood and ice cream uh and then our signature dish is a deep fried king crab head uh, and you can fill it with whatever soft serve you want <laughs> <laughs> yes more seafood and cream do they have a drive-through <laughs> No, it's a walk-up. It's fried seafood and ice cream, Joe. Okay. Right. Yeah. You don't, you're going <laughs> to eat. Don't be stupid. Come on, man. Yeah, the, be- the best part is when you have to, like, get you're getting down to the end of that crab head. You got to lick inside it, lick the inside of that shell to get all the ice cream off. Yeah, I was going to ask, do you eat it like an ice cream sandwich or do you scoop out? No, it's like a bowl. We basically treat it like a fried dough. So there's a light batter, light batter, uh, powdered sugar, <laughs> and then we just put soft serve on it. <laughs> now wait, uh, time out. Is the is the crab itself cooked? It's deep fried, so it's cooked. Oh, the you said process. deep fried. I'm sorry. It's in the fried. shell, right? Not in the. It is the shell. The, is the. <laughs> it's mainly. I'm not gonna lie. You're not. It's mainly ice cream. So you're not eating it's, the shell, the fried <laughs> shell, though. No, you can though because it is cooked in the frying process. But it's mainly a, a glorified bowl of ice. You cream. can eat a shell just because it's cooked. Yeah. Sounds wild. delicious, guys. Are you a lawyer, Romy? Don't what? What? I mean, what's your problem, man? Romy, wait. <laughs> I ain't afraid. Are of you lawyers? a lawyer? I am technically a lawyer, but I'm. I haven't practiced recently. You can eat the shells. My point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I think those are all great Ooh. ideas. Could be successful with a little bit of work. I don't know, man. A, a meat extruder, I think, is genuinely a, 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 a viable idea, Joe. Oh damn! Printing? Are we talking yeah. about plyo meats? Yeah, printing printing foodstuffs. I think that you're actually going to see that pretty soon. All right, guys. Now that we've got my idea off the ground, we're going to stage two. That's bangable meat. We're talking about <laughs> full-on sex dolls that you can make out of a 3D printer. Man, I mean, it's can be. It's can be. Uh, thanks everyone for want. listening this we're week. We're gonna have we've preservatives been... in it. It's gonna last so long. It's never gonna go back. You ever seen a turkey pussy? <laughs> It's turkey oh based. God. It's turkey based. It's all turkey based. <laughs> uh, we've been conspiracy. I'm Jake. 
I'm Joe. Oh, right. I'm Joe. Yeah, that's me. Thank you. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm Romy. Oh, yeah, that's me. Oh, fuck. Oh, oh it's me, Hannah. Fuck. Uh, Eric. <laughs> uh, find us on Instagram at Conspiracy Loves You, at Twitter at It's Conspiracy. Email us at TheMeetingWithConspiracy at gmail.com and come and tell your friends to listen to us next week. We will see you then. Bye. 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 Bye.